I'm Mike. And I'm Adam. And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. I was uh, looking at a particular car the other day, and it got me to thinking, because the car that I was looking at uh, was a special edition of a particular model. Hmm, okay. Um, and it's not an uncommon thing. Uh, it, I mean, you've got brands doing it. It can be the most mundane model of car, or it can be the most exotic model of car. But I was thinking... Well, yeah, it seems what, to sell, doesn't it? Uh, people, yeah. People like it if it's got something special about it, even if there's something special is actually not very special at all. No, um, no, if it's if if perhaps it was to more the, the mundane end of things, it might be to shift some surplus vehicles or something oh, like indeed. that. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's an exciting special edition. Mm, yes. Honest, not, honest. Not old stock at all. No, 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 I won't no I won't have that. Um, <laughs> but I thought, well, I could th- this particular car, I I will speak about it later, but I was thinking, what what special editions do we like and would we consider our favourites? Mm. Well, I've had a few because um, I'm as much a sucker for it as anybody. Um, ah, you've fallen for that then, have you? I have fallen for that in the past. Oh, and I will, it. I will come on to uh, well, that. Um, considering but... you fell for it, that must have mean it stands a chance of making your favourite list. Yeah, one of them is on my list. One okay. of the cars, yes, one of the cars on my list I have actually owned. Okay. Um, yeah, I yeah, I have fallen for it in the past. I like, <laughs> I like stuff that's a bit more unusual, and yeah. I haven't in 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 none in no cases where this has happened have I gone out to seek the special edition. Right. Okay. Um, it's just kind of happened. That right. I've ended up with a couple of special editions. My Mini was a limited edition. Again, I think it was only limited by the number they could sell. Um, <laughs> but the the gold um, uh, was a um, a special edition that they did when they did the first facelift. Okay. Um, and they did uh, a number in that that limited edition gold paint but um i think that was the only thing that was special about it it was the fact that it was the first of the facelift and uh they did it in gold um okay and i didn't i didn't seek that out it just happened it was at the dealer it was a good price and yeah i later found out that it was a limited edition Mm. um okay uh, yes i am not immune to the charms of a special edition (laughs) oh right well okay then how are you reeling yours off? Uh, in no particular order. Have you been like me? I've, I'm not. I perhaps on some of them have gone slightly more into detail, but a lot of it is just go. I quite like the way it looks. No, I've got, I've got a bit of detail for for most of them. Um, I all of mine are special editions of production cars. They're not. They're not like custom cars because that's a different thing. Yeah, that is. Um, uh, mine are all the same. Yeah, that it's all. Yeah, they're all production vehicles. They are. As we are aware of. Yes, they were all produced either by the OEM or on behalf of the OEM. Mm-hmm. Um, many of them are factory special editions. 
so I've 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 steered away from from custom stuff because that's that's different. So okay, um, but yeah, I've got I've got a bit of detail. Okay, yeah. I've managed to looking at my list now. I've inadvertently sort of started at the mundane and gone towards the fancy. I've gone the other way. Okay, I started with the 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 rarer, uh, fancier stuff and have ended up with the. The mundane. Okay. So, Go on then. That might work quite well. Kick okay. Well, I will kick us off, and I'm going to get this one out the way up front because <laughs> um, it's one you might almost guess that I would choose. Um, but this is the 24 carat gold plated DeLoreans. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I should have predicted it, really, shouldn't I? You should have predicted that, but that's why I'm getting it out of the way up front. Um, right. Okay. Now, for the listener uh, to um, describe how these came into being, John DeLorean, being a being a bit of a canny fellow, um, <laughs> he'd actually done the deal to produce these even before the factory was built. So we're all the way back in 1978. So, okay. you know. Before any of them, uh, you know, he had a prototype at that point. There were no production cars. There was no factory. But American Express were looking for an exclusive deal um, where they, or exclusive deals, where they could offer very special things to their um, gold card holders. Mm -hmm. So DeLorean was shopping around for deals to be done where people would he he was entertaining any idea where people would guarantee they would buy the cars and american express did a signed a deal where they would produce a hundred 24 carat gold plated deloreans they would be offered for sale exclusively to american express gold card holders okay um and they would sell for eighty five thousand (laughs) dollars Hey, <laughs> bear in mind, completely stock DeLorean um, just happened to be twenty-four karat gold plated. Okay. Um, now, in nineteen seventy-eight, when the deal was done, obviously the cars weren't produced until nineteen eighty-one. But in nineteen seventy-eight, eighty-five thousand dollars was a lot. Of, that's more that's, than you. That's more than you'd pay for a Ferrari. Yeah, that's that's big. That is. That's a lot yeah. of money. Um, Standard retail price for the DeLorean was $25,000, and that was considered expensive. Um, <laughs> that was more than a Porsche 911. That was more than a uh, Mercedes SL of the time, uh, more than a Ferrari. That was, that's steep. <laughs> that is, that's thoroughly cashing in on, on 80s goodness there, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. So... Come 1981, the factory's all up and running. Two cars were produced. Um, they found a company to uh, galvanically gold plate the body panels. They trimmed the interior with a nice tan leather, mm-hmm. um, which actually was really nice. Um, it's a shame they didn't offer that as a standard option. Um, they also did the wheels, they did the exhaust system, they did various engine components, uh, front and rear fascias, painted gold. They really went to town with it. It was it was everything. Mm-hmm. So these two cars were made at the factory. There was also a set of body panels supplied that just went into stock for repairs or okay. whatever may come up. 
So these two cars were then purchased by American Express gold card holders. One very quickly ended up in the National Transportation Museum in Reno, Nevada. Um, mm-hmm. And the other one was bought by the director of a bank in Texas. Um, and he, <laughs> he, he put it, obviously, uh, and he put it in his safe. Um, and it, <laughs> it remained in that safe until 2003. Blimey. It was in his will because he died, but it was in mm-hmm. his will that the car couldn't be sold. It was willed to his grandson, but mm-hmm. it couldn't be sold until his grandson reached the age, age of 30. Um, oh, right. Which was 2003. Um, right, okay. This car has never been driven. It's never even had fuel in the tank. It has no miles on it. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it's now um, at the Peterson in Los Angeles. Peterson Automotive Museum. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, alongside, the, alongside the Back to the Future A car. So there good. it sits. The third one was produced at the factory. Um, after the factory was closed and the company had gone into liquidation, the administrators kept a, ser- a, a, a handful of staff on to finish off the cars that were actually in production. Okay. So they were there up until February 83, building, I believe, six, hand-building six cars. And they found these gold body panels in stock. <laughs> um, so they fitted them to the shell of a car and and made one um wow this one had a this one had a black interior uh silver wheels it, it was just the body panels the rest of it right, was okay. stock mm-hmm. um and that was sold and um haven't been able to track where that one is but um yeah that was the the gold-plated delorean so you could argue that sort of was and it wasn't a special edition but they were produced at the factory yeah, and, I, think that, um, I think that counts. I think that counts, yeah. yeah. And um, very special indeed. But uh, a further two, I believe, have since been done in later years by private right. individuals. They've had them gold-plated, but they were not original. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are five in total in existence. Uh, three were produced at, at the factory. Very good. So, yeah, there you go. That's my that's my first choice. The yeah, gold, that is... gold-plated DeLoreans. Okay. I've started strong there. Yeah. I, I think I should bring us back down to earth. You probably should. Yeah, 85 grand gold DeLorean is, is not for everyone. No. <laughs> no. No. So, yeah, well, we're going to come back down to earth with a thud here. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> First one on my list is a Renault 5 Monaco. Ooh. Now, that's oh, interesting choice, sir. Because there's been quite a few Renault 5 special yeah, editions. Yeah, quite there? a few. So this one, this one isn't really a performance-based one. This is more luxurious. Okay, that's cool. Um, it came in a kind of... Well, I think it came in a few colours, but the one that stands out is there was... Oh God! The sort of bronzy, bronzy brownie, bronzy color, browning, yeah, yes, yeah, almost um, like a sort of metallic that's chocolate it. color, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's got lovely plush leather interior, almost armchairs, yeah. Compared that's to very, a, very French, that is. yeah, that's that quite French. French. Yes. And I do, I do believe it had some kind of suit carrier in the back. 
So, Interesting. Yeah, facelift model as well. Facelift. Um, yeah, yeah, quite, yeah. quite late on in yeah, yeah, five life cycle. But yeah, I thought yeah. that's 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 a bit of me. I quite like that. That's a lovely thing, isn't it? Yeah, I do like it when they do, you know, a small cheap hatchback, but just throw everything at it. Mm. Yeah, fit all, fit all kinds of things that have no business being in a small cheap hatchback. That's it. And like I said at the beginning, it, it, this I'm, I'm going at it purely vi- on visuals, really. Yeah. Um, but I think that's that nice. nice place to sit. Um, it's yeah. not. It's it's not like like I said. It's not performance. It's not like it's turboed or anything like that. Uh, um, it's. I still. I think it's just the normal 1.7. I think. Um, yes. Oh, it's going to be all the squidge in there, isn't it? On those yeah. seats. Yes. Yeah. That's gonna. That's just going to be. Yeah. Just. Just a bit of noise. That. That's all. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I wondered when you started to say Renault Five if you were going to choose the the turbo nutter big boxy wheel arches one. I don't know. I it's just... called now. No, oh, they're what? Just I think they just called it the GT Turbo, didn't they? Did they just call it the GT Turbo? I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, I thought. Well, um, as you get older, you can't be tearing your hair out all the time. Oh, but... you sometimes you're just looking for a comfy seat. Oh, you really yeah. are absolutely. That's it. I mean, and as as the list goes on, there's there's a few more things that'll take your face off. So that's oh, this is that's lovely. So we got to have we got to have all bases covered. Oh yeah, bit of luxury, bit of performance, bit of weirdness. Yep. Yeah. So that's of, all of, of this stuff. There. Bit of stuff you look at, you think, what were they thinking? Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I know what they were thinking with this. This is just you could you can see this charging around Paris or or Monaco, as the name suggests, been a Monaco. Bit of... I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but any any anywhere that's sort of posh French area. Yeah, anywhere like that. Yeah, one of these pulls up. Lovely. That's very smart. Mm. Very smart. I like that. I like the color too. Mm. That bronzy brown is lovely. Yeah, very nice. Yes, excellent choice, sir. Excellent. But, choice. Yeah, I thought thought you'd like a bit of that. So yeah, yeah. like yeah, but very much not gold plated or anything like that. So no, <laughs> we're as you say we're very much at the other end of the market there. Yes, yeah. and yes. I'm gonna by looking at my list, we will remain there for a little while. So <laughs> uh, fair enough. Well, I'm I'm heading that way, um, okay. but my my next choice also does not fall into that category. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go on then. Um, I am going to talk about the. Tesla Founders Editions. Uh, okay. Now these this started with the original Roadster. Um, mm-hmm. The first, I believe, the first one hundred cars were Founders Editions. Okay. Um, they sold for two hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars. Oh my! <laughs> they yeah, they had every option on them. They were done in a special what Tesla called Founders Red, which is a very deep, metallic kind of wine red Mm. um, that they've only ever done on the Founders editions. There was later a Model S Founders. There was also a Model X Founders, which is incredibly rare. Um, They've Mm. never done a Model 3 or a Model Y Founders, um, but they are, or they were, um, special editions, the first... Uh, 100 cars off the line, every option, 
limited edition paint, um, big battery, dual motor, all you know, ev- they threw everything at it. It was yeah. it was every option selected mm-hmm. um and sold for um considerably more. There are a few around. There there's a handful of founders edition model S's in the UK. Um, but they are incredibly rare. Um and they sell for um for way over the odds. Um, more than they should <laughs> probably more than they should. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And of course, um Elon's personal founders edition roadster um is uh, uh just passing Saturn, I believe. <laughs> is it not under undisclosed yeah. location? Yes. Yeah. Well what's left of it anyway. Mm. Um a year in deep space has probably knackered it a little bit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's probably not factory fresh, but yes, uh, I, I imagine yeah, I not. No, that that lovely paintwork might have started to come off by now. <laughs> but um, yeah, a bit of uh, excess radiation up there. I think so. Probably um, fine. Yes, probably fine. Um, so technically, a founder's edition Tesla is in fact the furthest travelled car uh, in history. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, still going, allegedly. Isn't it? Still going, absolutely. And will be for millennia. As yes. long as it's not interfaced with the planet at this point. So, uh, Well, no, I I don't know if they're still tracking it or even if they still can. I think it... I, I know that they were they tracked it for a while and then some clever bastard made a website uh, based on its trajectory. It did a load of calculations and said, right, this is where I think it's uh, going to okay. go. And uh, yeah, it's... Okay. Is it slightly off course, isn't it? It's not where it is because it was supposed to go into orbit around Mars, but it went off in the wrong direction. That's right, um, yeah. So that it, it won't. But um, yes, that yeah, there a- you go. So that, that's my again. I've gone with a, a very expensive <laughs> top yeah. end uh, vehicles, but uh, yeah, the Founders Edition Teslas. They're very exciting special editions. Very good. Happy with that. So, again, this is just... This one I've picked, uh, perhaps not because it's what I'd call a favourite, but it's relevant in a different way, which you'll realise very immediately. Um, This was nothing but a marketing exercise. Right. Um, As so uh, many special editions are. This was uh, a sponsorship deal. Okay. Uh, and back. It was good for a bit of cash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Back in, what would it have been, 93, 94, mm. Pink Floyd decided to go on tour. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. A, and as a result of this, they were sponsored by Volkswagen. <laughs> Oh, perfect! <laughs> yes, that that makes a lot of sense. There's uh, on somewhere on YouTube there is a press conference of this all being announced, and there oh. there's the three of them sat there telling the world's press how excited they are to be <laughs> sponsored by Volkswagen. Uh, no one told their faces that they were excited. Um, no, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, my word, what yeah. did they come up with? Uh, and they came up with a Mark III Golf with some extra stickers and a mildly wonky interior. Oh, rock and roll. Yeah, really, really, yeah, really good. Really not appropriate at all. 
in no. any way. Nope. Not exciting. No, no, no. No. Nope. Nothing um, to do with with the band or their music. There were, it, I think it also came with some tat as well. Uh, you, you had a cap and there were some pins and oh. I think you might have even had a little model car. Um, I'm just yeah. looking at some pictures. What a what a tragic looking thing! Bad, isn't it? The best way you could make that Pink Floydy um, would be to drive it through a wall. <laughs> yeah, it's going to need something, isn't it? Because this, this is just <laughs> it's that's just awful. It just it makes no sense. No, but it's basically... even on steel wheels. Yeah. We are. <laughs> There's nothing redeeming about that at all because that's not a good car to start with. Oh no, no! The no, Mark III no. Golf was awful. Yeah, just a bit. It's just a bit of crap. And I think, well, why? Why has this happened? Why did they agree to? Or presumably, an agent of some sort agreed to that. Yeah, there will have been a large sum of money change hands. I do, but I have yeah. no idea why they needed that level of cash from. A really no. weird sponsorship deal. It was a it was a no. sellout. Well, tour. either them or V, neither them or VW. I don't mm. see why either side would want to do it. Yeah, there's there's no winners here. There's nothing in it for either of them. No, no. no. VW are going to get criticised for making a, a a pointless vehicle, and uh, Pink Floyd are just going to be accused of being just weird sellouts, just selling out for no. Yeah, just cheapening the whole thing, isn't it? It was really weird. It, I, I just because there was preceding the tour, there was obviously an album, and that was that all happened in the normal way. And then, yeah, yeah this this tour, which is still revered today, you can still buy the DVDs of this. Uh, yeah, it was so good. Like I said, sell out all the merchandise off the back of it. Yeah, brilliant. But wh- why this turd? Yeah, that's bad. That's, yeah, so that's <laughs> bad. Yeah, like I said, I. I not what I'd call favourite, but it had to be on the list. Well, that's very interesting because my next one is also a Mark III Golf. Oh, oh, right, very good. And a Polo and a Corrado. And this is the Volkswagen Harlequin edition. Oh, well, okay, we've we've got crossover because that was the next one on my list. Oh, very good. So oh, very good. The first time oh, well, we've done that. That is the first time on one of these lists we've both chosen the same thing. <laughs> there you go. I did wonder about that, whether we would. Um, because that, I do like. Yes, I really like it. i tell you what it puts me in mind of. Um, mm. Do you remember um, Colin Baker as... Um, was it Colin Baker or Tom Baker? I get them confused. Colin Baker is Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, and his his coat. Let me just check. Yeah, because yeah. it was uh, Tom Baker. I'm sure it was. But it was his coat and his scarf, wasn't it? It's, it's Colin. No, no, Colin Baker. Colin Baker. Oh, Colin yeah, Baker. Tr- trouble is, we did have a Tom Baker as well, didn't we? Yes, but that's what I mean. That's why I'm confused. It's uh, Colin Baker. Um, yes, right. Okay. Who was Doctor Who from 1984 to 1986? Oh yes, his he... his coat, the long dress coat that he wore, yeah, that is, is all bit... is all the same colours as the Harlequin VW. Yeah, it's, a bit, it's a bit lively, isn't it? It's all going on, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's a bit in your face. Well, as you probably know, then um, there was a polo <laughs> produced for the 1995 London Motor Show, which um, th- that's just for a bit of reference, and that's. The reason it goes on my list, I was at the motor show. 
Oh, excellent. Very yeah. good. I remember but it, it. Was, it was designed just to show the different colours that the polo was going to be available in. Mm. But everybody liked it so much that VW decided to make it. That's right. They played a golf, and they also did a Corrado. Um, yeah, the Corrado is not one you see very often. Everyone remembers the polo. We don't see Corrados very often, any sort. No. Um, to be fair. But uh, I don't think I've ever seen a Harlequin Corrado. I have seen a Harlequin Polo. There used to be yeah. one down in Exeter. Um, they used to be parked um, near Marks and Spencer's a lot. <laughs> no, it's, um, uh... it's not there anymore. Um, but um, yeah, there you go. Oh, that's interesting. The VW, the VW Harlequins. Yes. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I, I like, as you say, I like that because um, mm. it's just completely bonkers. But why wouldn't you make each body panel a different color? Yeah, yeah. Why not? And why not? And oh, good. I can't even do my maths. However, however old I was at the time, I was just I was so pleased with it. And it yeah, was, yeah. I just uh, yeah because there wasn't much else to get excited about on the VW stand, as I recall. Oh, well, 1995, I can't imagine there was a great deal to get excited about on anybody's stand. <laughs> no, I suppose not. There was, there, you were allowed on the Ferrari one, but you had to queue. So that was, right. a, bit, that was a bit crap. Um, yeah. What, what did I... I took a particular shine to something. What was it? Um, oh, do you remember... It wasn't where it was released. There was a there was a model update somewhere along the line. Do you remember the Honda CRX Del Sol? Mm, the, the no, little, I don't. The little Targa top, tight, really small little thing, but okay, quite a cool little car. Yeah. Um, and if you did, really, really quite expensive these days as well. I imagine it would be, yeah, if only mm. for rarity. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. But yeah, um, I, that that. That was the only thing that I really remember from that show, other than the Harlequin. Um, I'm just having a look at some cars that were launched in 1995. Oh, Alfa Romeo GTV Spider. That was 1995. Oh, okay. Um, I don't recall that. Well, I know what it is, but I don't recall it from from being yeah. there. Um, oh, ben- okay. Bentley did a convertible version of the Continental. <laughs> Um, yeah, again, it's just kind of mush, isn't it? Really, yeah. There's a sea of just oh, oh my god. Oh, there was another go. BM. There was another BMW 5 Series. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I've just remembered one uh, <laughs> that was at the show. Uh, it was the unveiling. Well, I don't know if it was its actual release, but it was the first time I'd seen one. Uh, it was the Vauxhall Vectra. Oh. <laughs> yeah, great. Um and do you remember do you remember all the all the stupid faff around the wing mirrors and going, oh look how they're yes. going no. sculpted into the bonnet. Yeah. Absolute crap. The yes. uh you know what you like when you're when you're a youth and you're doing car things, you go and harvest as much free shit as you can. Oh, your your carrier bags everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I got my I got my free stuff from Vauxhall, uh, and there yeah. was a big pack in there all about the Vectra, and this was ninety five. Got a free CD ROM. Yeah, of course you did. Oh, of course you did. And 
on top of the CD-ROM, the, the, the sticker was a bird's eye view of this bloody wing mirror. Oh, they were the best bit. It, it, to be yeah. fair, it actually was the best bit. Yeah, it was. I'll give yeah. them that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, what an awful, awful car. Yeah. Dreadful. That's not... I mean, you never see them anymore, which is, you know, good thing that they've all disappeared. Yeah, um, no, one, no one gets excited about that. No, that was n- not good. Nope. No, that's fine. No, there is no, there are no voxels on my list. Uh, no, there aren't. Uh, that that's just an accidental mention now. Right. Yes. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's bring us back to something a bit. This is again. This is not high end, but I I quite like it. And if it weren't like if it were really really cheap, I might have a little punt on it. And. Right. That would be uh, the the Rover 200 BRM. Good choice. Mm. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a rare old beast, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but love just nice little nice little styling cues. Yeah, the uh, little bubble little bubble Rover, as they call them. Yeah, yeah. the uh, quite quite lavish interior. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were they were quite smart. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, and it just it it harks back to a, a name from years gone by because Rover and BRM have have always sort of been joined over the years. Uh, yes. they, they're uh, racing cars, obviously because BRM was uh, British racing motors. Yes, um, indeed. Uh the yeah, uh, you remember the gas turbine car, the Rover BRM that yeah. raced at Le Mans in '63 and '65. Yeah, it was going to be the future, wasn't it? Uh, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a bit crap. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, that that was that was a drawback. <laughs> it was a little bit of a drawback, but it's still a cool car, and you can. Oh yeah, they, they've still got it. It's at um, it's at the British Motor Museum in Gaydon. The the actual car. It's oh superb. Yeah, it looks as rough as you'd imagine it would do. Yeah, I should think so. Yeah. And that's not because it's not been cared for. That's how it was. Well, it was a development car, wasn't it, effectively? I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool. But, yeah, that's that's where this special edition came from, a bit of a hark oh, back to... Excellent, yes. Orange grill on the front. Yeah, yeah. nice. So you not... do occasionally see one of those come up for sale. Yeah, and they're not they're not obscene. No, they're not. They they are quite obtainable if you wanted such a thing. Yeah. Um that chap on YouTube, Nitro Sylvia's got one, hasn't he, that he's restoring very, very slowly. Oh um, yeah. He's got one tucked away in his garage that he's been working on for ages. Yeah. Um but yeah, the, uh, it's a good choice. That's a yeah, good I choice. Think... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that's probably a rover that you'd I mean, I wouldn't say you'd want, but you'd be mildly interested. Yeah. As you say, I don't know that I'd want to own one, but any special edition rover is worth is worth a look. Yeah, um, yeah, that's opinion. Yeah. That's that's fair, isn't it? We um, we all begrudgingly like a rover, don't we? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we just yeah, do. We do. Um, <laughs> but I suppose the only the only real drawback is 
the engine. Yeah. It, it is still, uh, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure Phil will if I get this wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> he's our resident expert on this. Uh, I'm yeah. sure it's the 1.8 K series, which is the most likely K series to blow a head gasket. Yes. As Mr. Clarkson might have said, it's writing checks the rest of the car can't cash. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that seems fair. But yeah, I think. Or the other way around. But, but yeah. Um... If well maintained and well looked after, and it's not it's not going to blow up. It's just if if you don't pay attention, they do let go. It's Trouble is, bad. so many of them have not been well maintained and well cared for, um, and have let go, and that's why there aren't many of them left. Because mm. um, people just scrap them because they're just not worth sorting out. Because it's just not a car that's worth anything, is it? That's the problem. That's it. But yeah, it would be. I. I I'd consider, let's say, I'll keep the radar going on that one just in case. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. They do. You often see one at a show. Um, yeah. They, they do. They are around. They do turn up. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've not yeah. all disappeared, which is nice. No, they haven't. No, tasty little thing that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. In amongst all the the dross of that era, Rover did still produce some tasty stuff. Hmm. Yeah, that was that was. That was Quite unexpected as well, that, wasn't it? Yeah, because that was in their period where they were deeply, deeply compromised. Yeah, I, I, I can't even... I suppose if we worked it out, you could pin down who owned them at that particular point, but it was no one who gave a toss, really. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. When would that have been? 98, 99? Yeah, I can't... I, would that, oh, was that Phoenix um, Group by then, or is it BMW? Was it still BMW? I'm, I'm going in. I'm going in. Going to beat me to it. See what we got. Uh, oh yeah, it was BMW from '94 to 2000. So that, yeah. So yeah. BMW and shit with the tail end of it. Yeah. yeah they lost interest by then. No. Um, so that would have been because the. Yeah, the the two yeah that two hundred would have been ninety five ninety six when the the bubble one came out. The was it the R three was the yes. code for that one. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, tasty. Mm. Very tasty. Good choice. Very good choice, actually. Yes, happy with yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's a solid special edition. Well, I'm gonna go back to a very expensive and uh, silly rich man's toy here. Oh, good. Um, yes. That's right. Uh, the last time I shall do that, uh, actually. But I got slightly out of order because you were talking about a Mark III Golf and I had one on the list. So uh, okay. I thought, well, I'll, yeah, I'll steam in that in. Yeah, steam in there with me, Harlequin. Um, I am going to suggest the Holland and Holland Overfinch Range Rover. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now, the thinking behind this, you could say, is is questionable. What are three activities it'd be really good to combine? <laughs> Driving big, heavy, powerful cars, getting really boozed up, and shooting shotguns. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're all you're all covered there, aren't you? Yeah. Um, Let's wrap all those together in one tasty package. Because they've they've actually done a few of those, haven't they? That's yeah, they have, they have. Because Overfinch are a tuning house, aren't they? That do yeah. 
work on Range Rovers, and obviously Holland and Holland are the gun, gun makers. Yes. So, yes, indeed. So, so all you need to, is to throw in some hard liquor, and you've got a winning package. Yeah, there. I think having seen a few of these, not not in person, just uh, on various things or photos, I think that probably if be the L three two two. L322, sir. Um, yeah. They were all in uh, dark green, metallic dark green. Mm. Uh, that was the only colour you could get. Um, you got uh, two shotguns, uh, a champagne fridge, a uh, spirit locker in the boot, um, <laughs> and an invoice for £140,000. Uh, yeah, that's steep, isn't it? That's, yeah. Because wasn't the you mentioned the champagne cooler? Wasn't that uh, was that in the rear between the two seats? From what I've I've just been looking at some, or I was looking at some specs when I was researching this, and it uh, it went all the way through because the the drinks and gun cabinet in the boot was fixed, right? So you you lost an enormous amount of boot space. Oh and yeah, the, the, the yeah the boot the, floor the, raised enormously, didn't it? That's right. Yeah. Um, almost sort of halfway up, well, three quarters of the way up the, the back seats, which no longer folded down. <laughs> um, so all the reason to have a Range Rover in the first place is, is gone. But, um, yeah, the fridge was indeed between the two seats, but it went back into the drinks cabinet that was fixed, the walnut drinks cabinet that was fixed in the boot. Brilliant. Um, so you could chill your, uh, your crystal and, um, yeah, choose from a wide range of uh, uh, bubblies and spirits, yes. And then shoot things whilst you polished your shotguns. Yes, that's good. Yeah, I mean, there will have been no drunken toffs at any point getting chauffeured around sitting in the back and shooting out of the window. Oh, no, that would no, of course not. That would never have happened. No, No. don't be silly. No, 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 Mm. a a perfectly reasonable uh, set of activities to combine. I feel, oh, yeah. It's, it's an every man car, really, that, isn't it? Oh, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, um, you know, we should have mentioned it when we were talking about the Mark III Golf, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I, it's, uh, yeah. I had to include that. <laughs> yep. That's, that's fair enough. Because <laughs> it um, just makes me laugh. Yeah. No, that's, it is, it's just far too indulgent, really, isn't it? On every level, yeah, it's, it's a bit. I mean, much. the Overfinch Range Rover is is pretty. It's, it's pretty up there, out there. It? It's pretty up there anyway. Yeah. Um, but the Holland and Holland edition. Oh yeah, that's yeah, got that's, it all. Yeah, that's, that's someone taking a piss there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I oh. think so. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness me, Holland and Holland Overfinch Range Rover, and moving on to. <laughs> there is no way to follow that, so don't worry. There is no segue possible to get from your car <laughs> to no my car. Um, <laughs> mine, next on the list, is still in the mundane, uh, but reasonably rare. Uh, it's a Fiat Seicento, Michael Schumacher edition. Oh, I was hoping you'd pick this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, all right. I mean, it's... There are photos of him actually operating one. Yes, I yeah, indeed. Uh, but basically, it's it's just a fancy edition. It's they, I believe, they came with the eleven hundred engines. Uh, 
they had a bit of Arbath styling, um, oh, a yeah. bit of few sporty bits here and there, some fourteen inch alloys, as I, as I believe. Um, very good. A, sl- a slightly tweaked interior, nothing particularly drastic, but mm. quite a fun, chuckable car, I would imagine. I should imagine, especially with a Schumacher at the wheel. Uh, um, yes, I don't think he comes with it. I think you get a little sticker on the back. Um, yeah, that seems uh, more reasonable. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's about it. But yeah, they, I think they were... Uh, the Sacento, I know there were various other editions uh, and models, but it was just the Sacento one was the one that stands out. I think uh, 2,500 cars. Okay, so it was genuinely limited. Yeah, it was quite, um, quite limited. Yeah. yeah, He did a few things with Fiat over the years, didn't he? He did, yeah. He's he's cropped up in a few things. He's yeah, some really random stuff as well. Yeah, some of those, some of those really weird adverts that he did for Bacardi. Yeah, well, he did used to drink heavily. No, no, but this was this was promoting safe driving and not drinking. But he oh, was I remember that. Yeah, weird. really weird. Yeah. I remember those. Yeah, I've seen some of those. That yes, very strange. Yeah, I don't very know. strange. Why mm. would a spirits manufacturer even want to get into that area? <laughs> Can of worms. I don't yeah, ever, absolutely. I don't ever recall them being aired in this country. No, I've only seen them on YouTube and sort of like those weird clip shows where they show bizarre stuff from Europe. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but as I recall, but maybe I'm getting it wrong. Was the dialogue in English? I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. Regardless of language, it's baffling. Yes, that's a very strange choice, isn't it? Yes, and I'm... uh, Yeah, I mean, like you said, doing stuff with Fiat, but it was all Ferrari-related, wasn't it? It was all... It's all all the same company. company. Yeah, absolutely, Um, absolutely. And I'm I'm right in thinking, again, during the Ferrari time and sponsorship and that, I'm sure I've seen him... Advertising something shell related as well. Oh, almost certainly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. But yes, well, in terms of putting <laughs> his name on something, this I would actually quite like the, the little Fiat. That, that I don't be. think you could go too far wrong with that, could you? I think that no. would be enormous fun. It would be enormous fun. Uh, you could sling be... that around anywhere and it would be absolutely fine. It yeah. would. Uh, it will rust. Um, oh, yes, obviously, and break. Yeah, so yes, just things are going to come off in your hand. Yes, that, that's fine. It, but it's not a complicated car. Oh no, it's not. No, absolutely. So, it's very, it's very, it's it's kind of charming, isn't it? It's kind of cute and yeah. and feisty, and you just know it's going to, you know, rev its little engine and spin its little wheels, and yeah, off you go. <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you, it it is it is exactly what it looks like. Yeah, you are going to be grinning driving that. Yeah, you are. It's a, it's a cheeky little puppy, isn't it? It is, but yeah, there we go. Yeah, well, one of those each good. then, because they're not very, very expensive. So. No, I'm sure we could we could furnish ourselves with one of those quite easily. Yes, <laughs> yes. very good. Oh, we'll pop them both in the boot of your Volvo. We'll be away. That's it. Yes. Yeah, don't even have to put the seats down. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two, four passengers and two of those. Yes. Uh, oh dear. Right. Have you? Where, where are we in sort of? Price right. scale with your next one, then. We, oh, uh... we're coming. We're coming well down now. Okay. Um, although this one, 
still would have been fairly pricey when it was new because it was fairly cutting edge tech. Okay. Um, I am talking about the Nissan Leaf Gold Leaf Edition. I've heard of this. Yes. I'm going to need some details. I don't really know much more than a name. Okay. Well, these were made for the 2016 um, Olympic and Paralympic Games by Nissan. They decided to reward each of the athletes that they were sponsoring um, who gained a uh, one or more gold medals. Mm-hmm. And they gave them each uh, a brand new Nissan Leaf. Um, okay, right. They were they weren't gold plated like the Deloreans. They were vinyl wrapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I assumed that was the case in in shiny gold, and um, had a little crest on the um, on the front doors saying uh, Rio twenty sixteen. A gold medalist um and on the bonnet and uh you know sponsorship logos things all over it yeah they were factory produced so they weren't available to the public but they were a special edition um produced by by nissan for the gold medalists of the 2016 olympics okay so there you go oh that's now and and as I say, at the time, a brand new Nissan Leaf, even though it's the first gen Leaf, and we look back on that now as being quite limited in terms of an electric car. But at the time, pretty much at the forefront, because it was it was before it was before Tesla had really got up to speed, and um, yeah, they'd have been they'd have been quite something at the time. That's excellent. So there you go. Do they they ever come up on the market? Have you seen much? Never seen one. No, No. never seen one. Don't know what happened to them. But, of course, they may well have been had the vinyl wrap stripped off them and just be, you wouldn't know that it was one now. Right, okay. um, Yeah, I suppose. Because they were just wrapped. They didn't paint, you know, I don't know what colour they were underneath, but uh, Mm. presumably they were just standard Nissan Leafs that came off the line. That makes sense, wouldn't it? And they jiggled them a bit and... um, Gave them to the the athletes, yeah. So, oh. Oh, no, yeah. I've never seen one. I've never seen one. I can no, I can, I can see why you'd pick that. Yes, yeah, well, that's right up your yeah. street. That is, I think so. Yes, yes. Right. Okay. So, I need to address something now. Um, okay. we've uh, I've tackled the sort of lower end of the market. We're going, we're going up steadily now. Oh yeah, um, you're going the other way to me. I'm going. I'm going the down other way, and we're going. We're going. I've got all the cheap ones next. We're going sort of mid-range-ish price-wise, um, and it's going to be a Porsche next. Oh, Porsche! That's unusual for you. <laughs> Not a nine eleven. Um, Good. Right. So this uh, is a nine two four S Le Mans edition. Ah, interesting. Um. Not to be confused with a 94 Le Mans edition from 1980. Uh, the 94S would have been late 80s, so sort of 87, 88, I believe. Uh, it was okay. essentially, uh, it was basically a club sport. Yeah. Uh, for all intents and purposes. But with the Le Mans name, um, it was given the Le Mans name to celebrate 
Porsche's 12th outright win at Le Mans. Okay. Um, and with it being a 924S, uh, it you've got the 2.5 engine, basically the 944 engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the uprated sports suspension. Yeah. And my, I, I think they came in a, a slight variety of colours, but I'm not sure, I can't, not 100% on that. It I've was only Al- found pictures of white. Oh, okay. Ah, well, I found a picture of a black one. So. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah um, I, I thought there was alternatives, but yeah, the, the one that sticks well, out black mind, and white. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there are any others. That'll do you, wouldn't it? That's colours. Yeah. There yeah, you that's, go. that's some. But yeah, it's interesting. Cracking car. So it's, it's such a really cool spec with the 94S because it's, you've got that sort of, for want of a better way of saying, it, you've got the, the engine running gear of a 944, but you've still got the slim body shape of the 924. Yeah, the 924 was a lot sort of lighter and, and nimbler, wasn't it? It wasn't as as uh, as heavy as the the 44. Well, it wasn't so much that it was more the styling changes because if you look at a 944, you see the flared arches, mm. whereas the flanks of a 924 are all, all shallow flat. and smooth. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, it it looks lighter than a 944. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that. That would be there Ooh. because a I like a nine two four S. Yes. B it's it's Le Mans and proper uh, for a proper reason as well. I mean, granted, it's not anything to do with the car that raced, but the, yes. What, what are they going to do? That was a oh god. Uh, that would have been a nine six two to celebrate the twelfth yeah. one. That would have been. Yeah, 962C in Rothman's colours, I would imagine. Very good. Uh, and go if if I had to have a wild punt, I'm going to assume Derek Bell was driving. <laughs> no idea. <That's... laughs> no idea. No, 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 wild punt, I'll say Derek Bell, Handstuck as well. I'm sure there was a third driver, but I apologise, I can't remember. I bow to your knowledge, I have not got a clue. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> very good. There's been a few Le Mans editions, haven't there? Mm. Um, am I right in thinking, or did I imagine this, that there was a Mazda MX-5 Le Mans edition? That really does sound familiar. I would assume... I'm going to Google that, because something assume... in the back of my mind tells me there was a, an MX-5. Yeah, I'm going to say I would assume that is a thing to celebrate Mazda's 1991 victory. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. Yes, there was one. And it's, and it's yeah. in the yes. green and orange, isn't it? A very... Much so, yes. It's that's, very green and orange. It looks like a Christmas present. That's yes. it. Because if you if you Google Mazda seven eight seven B, you'll see why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got got that here. Yeah. If Elf on the Shelf had a car, it'd be that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not far off. Absolutely. A little red and yellow roller skate. Yeah, a red and green roller skate. Yes. That's uh, yeah. I just had something in the back of my mind that there, there was an MX5 Le Mans edition. Well remembered, sir. Yes. Oh, there we go. Well, there's another one then on the list. The yeah, MX5 Le Mans edition. We'll inadvertently chuck that on there. Why not? We'll just slip that in there. Yeah, that wasn't my next one. That wasn't on my list at all. But That's just, a, yeah. what a happy accident! But yeah, Very they, good. Um, yes, now. and just just to just to 
put it out there as well. Celebrated that particular win, and then Mazda promptly got banned from returning. <laughs> oh. The French didn't take too kindly to it. No, I imagine not. No, they, no. they, ro- they rocked up with their uh, wankle rotary engine. Mm. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And uh, then, yeah. <laughs> Probably they changed the rules. Because, yeah, changed yeah. the rules. Because it went, oh, yeah. bloody hell. Because it won, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then they changed the rules so it couldn't ever again. That's yes. it, yeah. Because yes. it's... Well, that was it. It had... It, it it had to conform to the same sort of fit in the same sort of rules as standard mm. uh, piston engines, but obviously the displacement was wildly different because it yes. doesn't work like that. So yeah, yeah it's right. it's fair enough actually. But it's such a cool thing. I have I have been at Le Mans when the car has been put round the track. Oh, have you? Oh, I think you said yeah, and it made yeah. an extraordinary noise. Terrifying. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. If 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 you hear the hear of it being shown somewhere, go and see it because it's a noise like no other thing. Yeah, um, I can imagine. Yes. So, yeah. Sorry, mate. As you were. No, no, that's fine. Um. Well, I'm I'm continuing downwards. All of Down- this. Like, <laughs> there is a slight there is a slight blip upwards again in a minute, but um, I would like to propose. The Land Rover Defender Heritage Edition. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's understandable. Um, yes, I think so. Um, mm. It was supposed to be the end of the Defender line, but I think I'm right in saying it turned out not to be. <laughs> I'm sure I've heard that as well. They made it and then decided to make some more. Yeah, um, because I'm I'm. I think I'm writing saying that there's a little plaque on it with the date mm-hmm. saying that it was the last of the line, but in classic Land Rover fashion, that turned out to be inaccurate because they then <laughs> made some more the following year. Yes, that is correct. So the ones that are are have a sticker on them saying that they were the last of the line, in fact, weren't. No, but obviously the, the ones that the uh, the the heritage ones they are built to a very specific specification very so. specific specification um so. 2654 mm-hmm. were built which is a very weird number. number very weird number um they were all in grassmere green that's right um which is a tribute to the oldest surviving uh, land rover and they all had a little i believe a, a sticker on the front wings um, with that car's number plate, HUA one six six, HUE one six HUE. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. HUE one six six on the front wings, which was the the last one, um, and references to it you know, scattered throughout it. But um, uh, yeah, I, I think that's that's a very worthy special edition. It's got history. It's got tradition. Um, yeah, it's it's very fitting, isn't it? I, I, I'm happy to have a Defender on the list. Yeah, I think very so. Very happy, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I, I like that. Right, I'm really going to step it up again now. Okay. Um, the final two on my list. Yes, I, I, left. I really don't know if... Uh, I'd probably have to pick both in terms of ones I want to own. Okay. But, um, 
yeah, I don't think I could pick between them. So I'm in no particular order. I'm just going to do this one first. Um, <laughs> and I just adored this from the second this was announced. Uh, and it's the Lamborghini Gallardo LP550-2 Valentino Balboni edition. That's very specific. Very specific. Yes. It was, it's a model of Gallardo to pay tribute and thanks to Lamborghini's long-serving test driver, Mr. Yes. Balboni. Mr. Balboni, yes. Um, and the most significant sort of detail about this is the dash two in the name, okay. meaning that is a rear-wheel drive Gallardo. Which Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah, so that it, as far as I know, there might be some other wonky special editions, but I'm... I could be right in thinking that is the only rear-wheel drive one. Ooh, okay. Um, so you've got you know, 550 horsepower, rear-wheel drive, glorious sports. I always liked the look of the Gallardo. Um, uh, and it comes in this wonderful sort of, it's a fairly light orange, and it's got this white stripe. Uh, and the stripe carries on through the interior as well. So you look, oh you, you look on the you look on the center console, and it, it just it's just white. It just keeps going. Yeah, oh, very good. And I just think that's that's brilliant. That's that's that's, that's madness, isn't it? That's a bit yes. of me. Manual yeah. gearbox as well. Mm. Lovely. That's, <laughs> that's very that's, good. Yeah, that's very that's proper good. fancy. That is. I've know. got something in a similar ilk myself next. Okay. Um, and I think this is something you're going to approve of enormously. Mm-hmm. And that is the Ford Mustang Bullet Edition. Ah, yes. Yeah, you're not going to get arguments there, are you? I'm not going to get an argument on that. No, based on the standard uh, Mustang V8 GT. Mm-hmm. I called it the Bullet Edition technically... It's called the Steve McQueen edition, I believe, is its official name. But everybody oh, calls it? it. Everybody calls it the Bullet Mustang, and well, it, it does says Bullet on it, doesn't it? It says Bullet on. It. In fact, that is the only badge. Mm. Um, there's no Mustang badges. There's no Ford badges. It does say Bullet on the boot, but officially, it is called the Steve McQueen edition. Well, that's just. It, it, it's always going to be a winner, isn't it? Always going to be a winner. Only available in that metallic green, mm. um, and with a price tag of ninety-two thousand pounds. Wow, that is quite a jump for one of those. <laughs> it is when you consider a standard V8 GT um, is just shy of forty-seven thousand um, pounds. Yeah, you're effectively, you're essentially doubling, really. Aren't you're you? essentially doubling the price. Yeah. Now, it is more than just a cosmetic um, special edition. It's the work of a company called Steeder, who are uh, an American Mustang um, tuner. Yeah. Um, and they've also worked with um, Chad McQueen, who okay. is Steve, Steve McQueen's son. Um, so it does have some genuine provenance to it. Oops. And... Um, yeah, it's designed to look as, although it's a modern Mustang, it's designed to look as close as possible to 
the car uh, used in the 1968 movie, which was specced by McQueen himself. Yeah, so, there are some sort of notable differences. So only subtle, but yeah, it's yeah, and some subtle differences um, from the standard Mustang, like the wheels are twenty inch instead of nineteen inch. I mean, it's only a you know a small change. Uh, you get um, Pilot Sport tires, and you know it's all kind of a bit more than the standard yeah. one. And um, yeah, I think funnily enough, and the reason this is I thought of this is that I saw one. There was one parked just down the road from my house last last week. It's Um, that's impressive. I mean, the only trouble is, it's it's. Do you think it would suffer being a modern Mustang? Yeah, I think it. I think it probably would because Um, uh, on our school run. When when I wander down with the kids, there is one one parent who has got a modern Mustang. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's bright blue, and yeah. he's, he's at least got the V eight, not the EcoBoost. I was going to say it is now available with the tiny little engine out of the Fiesta. Yeah, um, that's not not a good idea. Um, no. But no, he's got the V eight. But ev- every time he arrives and drops the children off, uh. There, there is no matter who is standing around. There's just a look of disdain. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of hate in that, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, people do blokes particularly. You do judge people by the car they drive, and unfortunately, a modern Mustang. Yeah, mm, it's not going to do any favors. Mind you, those aren't you? Mind you, like it's, it, my previous one, if I rock up in a, a Balboni edition Gallardo with bright orange with a white stripe down it you yeah you're gonna you, get you're gonna yeah. be hearing the word bellend from miles you are uh the the guy in the mustang actually at that point is not looking to bet <laughs> no no this is true no um but if you do that in a 68 mustang like he drove in the film different matter altogether very different i mean very different you, yeah uh, Okay. I agree entirely. I mean, this is more than just, as I say, this is more than just a cosmetic. No, that that um, that I like. Adjustment. Yeah, and, and McQueen's son himself has mm. had a hand in it, so it does have some genuine provenance to it. But of course, when you rock up outside a school to pick kids up, nobody knows that. <laughs> no, no, and you're not going to be hanging out the window going, no, no, honest, honest, his, his son helped with the development of this. Yeah, this is this is substantially different from the standard one. You know, it's, it's tuned, bigger wheels and bigger engine, and, and no, nobody's going to care. No, 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 so, they're just going to have lots of people gesturing a bit of a bit of a uh, wanking sign at you there. The problem is, imagine, you know, you're talking to somebody and they say, oh, what, what car do you drive? Any car that beyond the name of it you have to offer some explanation for it's mm. not working, is it? No. It's not, you failed straight away. It's no, no, it's a really special one. It's McQueen's son helped to develop it, and it's you know, bigger wheels. And it's you know, and no. they've walked off at this point. They've walked as soon as you've said, Oh, I've got a Mustang, you're there, they're over at the cheese board, and yeah, they're not interested, then are they? That's you no, that that's your call. If you have to call after them as they're walking away, no, no, it's a really special one. No, you've that, you've lost, you're done at that point. No, that's it. Your your average person, if you say Mustang and don't qualify it and say, oh, it, it, like 
I don't know, if set a sixties Mustang. Yeah, that'll that'll keep them interested, but yeah. that would keep them into a classic Mustang. If you mm. if you stick the word classic in front of in front of it, you might be you might hold on to them. If you just mm. say Mustang, mm, mm. no, no, you're going to think you're a bit of a dick. Yes, but, I fear, I fear so. Yeah, but but like I said, exactly the same applies to the Lamborghini. Yeah, it no, does. Uh, Honestly, possi- it's a special possi- edition. Possibly <laughs> even more so. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So. Definitely, yeah. Oh yeah, this is a heritage one because it pays tribute to the test driver, and it's only don't got real drive. Don't, yeah. don't care. Yeah, no, they've by that they, point they don't not care. only have they walked off, they've spat on it as well. <laughs> yeah, there's if yeah, they have. If you leave the window open, mm. there's going to be a lot of gob on your seat when it yeah, comes. Yeah, there's going to gonna be an awful <laughs> lot of bodily. Mm, yeah, mm. that there is. All of that, right? You're going to have to be sure and and take your detailing kit wherever you go. Oh God! <laughs> and something very absorbent, yes, that can go in the bin. Yeah. Oh, dear. Right. I I'm think seat. <laughs> my next and final one would suffer yes. with this as well. Okay. Um. Perhaps. Well, perhaps not as much because it's quite. It's understated, but you do have to explain it. Okay. <laughs> but I love it. And you'll know why. I'm sure I've mentioned it before. I can't remember if I've mentioned it on podcast, though. Uh, and okay. that would be the Porsche 911 Sport Classic. Uh, ah, yeah, fair dues. Yeah, this is the 997 uh, Gen 2 Special Edition. This is the only Sport Classic at present. I'm just going to put that out there because there are rumours and people have seen things. There could Ooh. be another one on the way, but I don't know enough yet, so that's it for another day. That's uh, interesting. So this is basically uh, this is towards the end of the 997, and it's yeah. very much a greatest hits of 911s, not just 997. This is 911s through the years. Okay. Uh, so it's it's got most noticeably the ducktail, not the whale yes. tail. Yes. Love the ducktail. Uh, it's got the wide stance. It's basically it's basically taken the body of the Carrera Four S from the nine nine seven range. So it's it's that wider track, but importantly, okay. still two wheel drive. Still rear wheel drive on that, not because the Carrera fours would have been four wheel drive, hence the number four. But all they've done is borrowed the wider stance. Uh, it's right. got, uh, in terms of a bit of bit of racing nod, it's got that very slight double bubble in the roof. Um, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it's got the slightly tweaked engine, so it's it nudges it just over four hundred horsepower. Mm-hmm. Um, Got a bit of a bit of a reduction in ride height, a, uh, a limited slip diff. Just it's all of the good stuff in one place for a lot of money. Yes, yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, a really lot of money that is. And it's got this. The interior is gorgeous. It's kind of a. It's a really, really dark brown, and the seat. Inlays are they, what they've done is the door cards and uh, seat inlays are 
uh, I can't remember the exact name of the fabric, but it's it's quite a retro one. So you've got the leather bolsters and leather uh, uppers and lowers of the door card, but this mm-hmm. wonderful fabric in between. It's just, yep, that'll do. Very good. So, yeah, that's that's a bit of me. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember it being released and everyone saying, well, that's sold out and you'll never see one. And I turned up at a show and there was one there. <laughs> of course. Yeah, within, honestly, with probably within a month of it being released. Wow. Yeah. Somebody was uh, quick off the mark. Yeah, definitely. And I've never seen one since. Oh, well, you, you should seek one out. I should. Um, I'd, I'd like to seek one out to buy, but I cannot afford it. No. I couldn't afford it when it was new, and I can't afford it now. Certainly can't afford it now. No. No, no that's not happening. No, no, no. They'll, they'll, I've not even bothered looking up prices in recent times. They are not <laughs> for... I mean, they're not even f- for the likes of anyone at the time. Even if you were well, well, um, well endowed in the bank account, you yes. had to be invited to have one. You would yeah, have, yeah. You would have needed to have bought a long line of very important Porsches before you would have been yeah. offered even the hint of being able to put your name down for it. Yeah, they chose who had those. Yes. Uh, yes, absolutely. It was nothing to do with if you could afford it or not. Or, uh, Porsche had to um, had to like you. Yeah. That, that's right. But yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but do keep your eye out. Apparently, there's one on the way. Oh, okay. Apparently, right. there's a 992 variant one. Ooh. There's a lot of rumors out there. And when I say a lot of rumors, I mean, it, as of today, we're recording within hours of this happening. Oh, so right. Are, okay. On oh, the blimey, you're going to have a moment, aren't you, when that happens? Yes. Yep. So, yes. yeah, be interested to see because, as I've said before, I think, I think. While I do, I still got a lot of time for the 991 and the 992. I, I think they got a bit, they're getting a bit too big. I think they need to rein it in a little bit. I, I'm just worried that these greatest hits features might not sit as well on a 992 because it's it's a larger vehicle. The, it is getting quite fat, isn't it, these days? So, I mean, I, everything is in proportion. I wouldn't say it's bloated. I just think it's its footprint is too big now. it's too big no i agree i'm not saying it's um it looks wrong i just think the whole thing is too big um but is that a criticism of porsche or is that a criticism of cars in general no i think it's everything hmm. um everything's too big nothing fits in a parking space anymore quite um, and uh yes it's a it's a problem of across the whole industry that everything has just become enormous um, when there's no need for it. We don't need it. No. Oh, my goodness. Right, here we go. While we've been um, chatting on that, would you like to know what a sport classic sold for at auction <laughs> in May of this year uh, with yeah. just under 8,000 miles on the clock? Oh, go on then. Bearing in mind the price new, I believe, was 137000 Okay. Uh, the winning bid was two hundred and sixty-one thousand pounds. Mine. Boom. Yeah. Okay. That's gone. Yeah. Mm. As but you say, it, that's that's departed, doesn't it? That's gone. Um, what I do like is uh, they've remembered the name of the leather inside for me. 
and it's just, <laughs> uh, it's espresso leather. And of course it's it is. Good heavens, it looks nice. Wipe clean, hopefully. Uh, yeah, but the problem is it's fabric in the middle, so that bit isn't. So if you're oh, going to have, have to be careful, yeah, if yeah. you have an accident, get it on the bolsters. Get, yeah, right. Okay. So there we go. Oh, um, dear. Is that we t- we tackled all your lists? Then? No, I've got one left. Oh, okay, one good. left. And this this last one is nothing like that. This is, cr- as you said earlier, crashing back down to earth. Perfect. Um, that's, that's quite a nice way to finish, isn't it? And this is the one that I actually owned, <laughs> as, as we mentioned at the beginning. Ah, yes, I know where we're going here. Do you? I think so. This is the uh, 2000 Ford Escort Finesse. That's the one, yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Mark Six, the Escort Mark Six, the very last of the Escorts, um, and um, the last of my Escorts, too. It was. Mm, they'd already started making the Focus by this point, but the Focus being such a departure, um, Ford were a little bit nervous, so mm. they they kept the Escort going in this special edition, and it had a lot of components from the Focus in it, which so it was actually you could argue the best Escort they ever made it had the it had the ztec engine rather than the old cvh it had the the audio system was from the focus it had that kind of double height radio that ford were using um it had one of those in it it had alloy wheels it had a much plusher interior boot spoiler fog lights you know all the stuff of the time um it had all the options on it and i really liked it it was a cracking it was a cracking car yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, uh, you've shown me photos of it actually, and mm, it had little, little crests on the rear doors, um, celebrating oh, that, that it had been, been made at um, Ford's Halewood plant in in Liverpool, where the final escorts were were made. Yeah, again, it was it was a, a genuine um, fight. It was the the final edition, the, the last of the Ford Escort line it was mm, the finesse, yeah. and I, I mine was in panther black. Very good. Um, yes, indeed. Same colour that um, Phil's Puma is in. <laughs> ah. in paint. So similar era. So oh, actually, yeah. Well, it so, would have been actually, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Similar. It was the same paint. Um, yeah. Cracking little thing. Yeah. How um, long did you have yours for? Oh, quite a while. Um, probably five, six years. Yeah. Blimey. Yeah. Yeah. Much loved. Yeah. It was much loved. Um, because I bought it was my third escort because I'd had a mark <laughs> I'd had a mark 4 uh, that was your first car wasn't that it that was my first car we've covered that yeah, we... <laughs> I replaced it with a mark the mark 5 and the mark 6 were very similar so I'm mm. not sure it may even have been an early mark 6 right um but it was an LX and is that the one that you utterly ruined? Yes, that was the yes. one I crashed. Yes, that was the one I made U-shaped. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was a bit spent by the time I'd finished with it. Um, and I got, me, I, I got me insurance money and I bought another one. <laughs> um, but it was this, this final edition, uh, yeah. final special edition finesse, um, which, which had all the toys. And was lovely, and that I then eventually traded in for the mini. Okay, 
um is, yeah, is how that worked out but um <laughs> yeah ford escort finesse is where my my list ends we, we've come uh, a long way from the eighty-five thousand dollar delorean yeah that's good i i like that though i quite like the fact that we can end on one that you actually had and well yeah. not only had you held on to for quite some time i had for quite a while i really liked that car it mm. was it was really really good car that never let me down never had any trouble with it cracking the thing but by that point they really had got the escort sorted out um mm. and this final edition was kind of halfway to a focus it had the focus engine it had a lot of the focus running gear on it um, yeah because they were already making the focus by that point but they just wanted to keep the escort going a little bit longer just in case <laughs> yeah well, well little did they know it was going to take off the way it did uh, absolutely i mean look at the reverence that is felt now for the Mark One Focus. Yeah, um, we all we all quite fancy one, don't we? We all quite fancy a Mark One Focus, and it's a bit of a hot tip of the moment, actually, because they are still available for no money. You can mm. buy one for a few hundred. Um, yeah, and I've I got a feeling in the next sort of eighteen months or so they are going to start going up. Um, yeah, I can see that happening. Because the rough ones are starting to disappear. Yes. Um, and that's a sure sign that uh, it's it's about to do the bounce. Um, okay. Come so... back up again. I, I think my my hot tip at the moment, if you want an, a, a car that's going to go up, is a Mark 1. Get yourself a Mark 1. Focus. Right. Well, that's it then. Right. That's, we're going to let's end it on our buyer's advice then. Yeah, buy a Mark One Focus. Buy a buy a Mark One Focus, which did not appear on our list at all. There were some special edition focuses. Do you remember that bright yellow one they did for the Millennium? Oh, they did a few Millenniums. There was, there was a Puma did. as well, and a car. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But the yellow was crap. It was awful. It was horrible. Yes, I don't mind a yellow car, but that particular shade of yellow was rubbish. It was quite sickly, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I remember, no, uh, I <laughs> Uh, uh, am I right in thinking Phil, uh, correct me if I'm wrong I'm sure he had one very briefly but it turned out to be a rock box and it went that does ring a bell actually yes I think he might have I I just there's a part of me that thinks right yes he definitely had a millennium and then there's a little nagging bit in the back of my mind saying are you sure it wasn't a thunder (laughs) but I can't honestly it it, it hung around for so little time and I don't I only think I saw it in passing once. I remember so. his Mark One Focus ST. Oh, the ST one seventy, yes, yeah, that stayed a little bit longer. He didn't like that. No, he didn't, did he? His criticism was that it wasn't as powerful as you think it is, and yeah, I suppose he's, I suppose that's I suppose, correct. Yeah, the clues in the name, though. Mm. <laughs> but still, you. It, it, I drove that a lot. I, in fact, we've joked about it before, but I mean, all joking aside, I think I drove it more than he did. Yes. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Yeah. Um, and you had to work the engine. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, underpowered, mm, uh, difficult, difficult. I so. don't know. I mean, it's subjective, yeah. I suppose. Isn't it? I think so. I mean, we all love a fast Ford. We do. Um, just, and... I suppose he's right there. We would have loved it if it was just a little bit faster. But yeah, do you think that was on purpose because they had the, 
Oh, it wasn't ST. Uh, it was RS. RS, wasn't it? Yeah. It did. I think that probably was deliberate. They didn't want to move it too much in the way of the RS. Um, because they were charging quite the premium for the RS. Yes, they were. And that was considerably more powerful. Mm. Um, although, if I seem to recall, suffered from appalling torque steer. Well, it, it, didn't they try and counteract it? Had some sort of crazy diff to calm yes, it down. It did, but it didn't work. Not brilliantly. <laughs> no. No. Um, but when I mean, you think the second generation would focus, when they made the that would have been ST, but that one they had. Yes. They were using the Volvo engines in that. I think that would have been. They were. While I don't agree with the styling so much on the Mark II. No. That, that engine, those those five-cylinder 2.5 Volvo engines, good heavens, yes. The problem with the Mark II Focus, and we had one, actually, for a while, mm. um, uh, before we bought the um, Fiesta. In fact, we traded in a Mark II Focus for the Fiesta ST. Okay. Um the Mark II Focus, it was a good car. It was well-built. It was solid, reliable. Uh, but after the Mark I, the styling was just so bland. Mm. It was so boring to look at um, and boring to sit in. It, yeah, but after the Mark I had been such a success, why, why run away from that? Mm. Um, I never quite understood what the thinking was there. You've launched this this really different, radical, bold statement of a car, mm. and then you replace it with just this this bland-looking thing that you could lose in a Tesco's car park. I really I didn't understand what they were doing there at all. Um, no. Not that it was a bad car. It just had no personality at all. Uh, it, it did hurt. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah. Um, I think uh. it did. They've got mm. steadily better again since, but I don't think they've ever quite captured the the impact that the Mark One had. No, 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 I agree with that. No, I don't think we're we're ever going to see that, particularly from, well from any mainstream manufacturer, really. No, they're all playing it a bit too safe now, aren't they? Um, or, or, or or going completely the other way and going or, too wild and making or, one of vomit or getting it wrong. BMW, um, yes. Don't, don't start because we could go for hours on how vomit-inducing that is. We we could. Mm. Well, just well hideous, and they insist on using bloody Coldplay. Yeah, that is a bit. Well, I like Coldplay, as you know, but it's a bit strange in that context. Yes. Oh. Um. Mm. Anyway, let's not worry about that. Let's end on our sensible consumer advice: go and buy a Mark One Focus while they're still five hundred quid. Uh, yep, yep. One for everyone. Yep. Go and do yes. that immediately. Indeed. Well, I think uh, that's probably enough of that for this week. Uh, check us out on uh, all the various social medias and things. Uh, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>